0: Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of and's Wake. I'm joined today by my friend and occasional training partner James Flood. Uh, this series I think we'll give it the name Flood and Finn or Finn and Flood. I'm not exactly sure, but we're it's going nice ring to it. To it. It's got a lovely ring to it. But in this segment of and's Wake, we're going to focus a little bit more on fitness, wellness, longevity well-being all subjects of which my dear friend james is an expert so you're bound to learn a lot from him so james there are countless topics about which we can talk i thought today that we would maybe do a little introductory segment where you tell us a little bit about your history in fitness and wellness and bodybuilding and things like that and then i thought maybe we'd do a quick um, overview of our nutritional approaches Mm -hmm. how we approach eating so i'm going to give the floor to you for a few minutes and be sure to look at the camera at our beautiful (laughs) audience out there and tell us a little bit about your history in fitness wellness
1: and well longevity well, definitely. Yeah. I mean, thanks for the amazing introduction. That was very kind of you. Um, uh, you know, I really got into fitness and just working out in general. I mean, probably like around, uh, seriously around 15, you know, for football and baseball, but I've always had just, a, a love and passion to fit like just humans, you know, in general, like, um, you know, I was born April 2nd. That's, uh, either opening day for baseball or WrestleMania. So it's a pretty good combination of both. And, uh, you know, growing up in the 80s, being that, you know, I was born in 84, so, you know, I'm not going to display my full age, but, no, 39 doesn't matter. But um, wrestling was amazing when I was a kid. Like, we had Hulk Hogan, the Ultimate Warrior, you know, just so many different superstars that were insanely jacked ripped fit and you know at an early age even when I remember being WrestleMania six which stood out for me tremendously my whole like it was on my birthday Hulk Hogan who was one of my favorites wrestled the ultimate warrior who was my ultimate favorite like <laughs> and uh I mean the two of them were just the pinnacle of the sport and Ultimate Warrior make a long story short one and I think from that day on I was like I need to be jacked. I, mean, you know, I was like, you know, I was just, that was it. And so
0: I had no, no idea over the course of our friendship, I had no idea that it was WrestleMania that inspired you to become the person that you are today.
1: Well, it's a combination of WrestleMania and a bunch of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. One so uh, of the B ones, like Commando sure, and stuff like sure, that. Like, sure, sure uh Conan the Barbarian you know, snail couple you know definitely uh gave my son who's six now uh his middle names
0: whose middle name is Conan, Conan.
1: not after the late night TV host guy yeah. O'Brien of course of, <laughs> course of course of course somebody actually thought that up, right not guy.
0: exactly a paragon of, of fitness though no. he's quite nimble though I've he's seen O'Brien yeah, dance uh, dance on that stage so It was either Major League Baseball or Major League Wrestling. You seem to have been drawn more to the latter, to the wrestling. You saw these, you know, godlike Olympian figures who were massive, who were, um, you know, muscular beyond all conception. You then Uh, fell into uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Uh, Yeah. So that was your
1: progress as a child.
0: Yeah, as a child. And you were exposed to these things quite early.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, growing up, uh, I just To give you a little quick background, I'm, an, I'm, I'm Italian, you know, my mother was 100% Sicilian, my dad's Irish and German. And uh, Italian women, if you don't eat, they freak out on you. Know? So, like, I was ginormous until about um, I don't even know, maybe like 13 years old. Now, you know? when you say ginormous, do you mean you were overweight? Oh, uh, both overweight and just like I've, I'm six foot tall mm-hmm. and I've been this height since like fifth grade so I'm mm-hmm. like they were thinking I was going to be like seven feet tall it was just hit my uh you know uh growth spurt early you know and my, my mom just loved that I could eat everything at sight so it went hand in hand but it was uh definitely interesting I definitely had a appreciation for food and it's come a long way
0: (laughs) Uh, now the fact that you may have been somewhat overweight as a child along with your affinity for professional wrestling and sports in general and arnold schwarzenegger was that you know an impetus for you to get into fitness yourself
1: well i mean i've always i've always thought it was you know interesting to me but i never really got really big into it until about um let's say about like eighth grade ninth grade when i started training for football Mm -hmm. and i had a this is funny i had a really good uh football coach and he was also the strength coach and the issa ISSA, you know the detention teacher (laughs) so i knew him in a couple different ways (laughs) uh and he he showed me how to lift uh correctly which is like a a lot of kids don't learn early you know like they, they just learn if they learn it at all ever yeah you can just you know you go through the motions and you try to max out too much and you get hurt and but i learned the correct way from him and it was really super beneficial because i feel like i avoided a lot of injuries and being that i was overweight as a kid then very skinny like to a point where it was like unhealthy then i started lifting weights my body responded very quickly to it so like it was just like I gained 20 pounds i think my first two months of training i remember being in high school and kids being like what are you what are you taking i'm like protein like creatine like what are you talking about (laughs) like i'm just eating food and training like you know but so what were some of those
0: fundamentals that were instilled in you at that young age do you remember well the i mean
1: the fundamentals were just hard work like there's no way around it you can't you cannot out supplement out uh you know, perfect diet, like everybody says. Oh, you know, it's ninety percent diet, you know, ten percent you know workout or whatever. If you do not work extremely hard in the gym, forget about the rest. Just, just don't even think about the rest. It's like this is that's that's it. Just work hard in the gym, and the rest will follow. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and, and, and do you feel as though, even from a young age, you had that that internal fortitude and? and willingness to work harder or were you as a consequence of your quick development and those gains that you made very easily, was that you know motivation to work hard somewhat stunted a little bit or did, you know, or was it always there at the outset? Was that fire already lit? Was it kindled in you you were just well, raring um, to go?
1: Just to give you an idea, um, you know, in high school you had have weightlifting class, right? right. I made it, I set it up perfect where I had weightlifting class and immediately followed by lunch. Mm. So most of the time I would, you know, cause I think periods were like 45 minutes that mm. like, I skipped lunch. I stayed in the gym mm. and I would come out and I'd have my protein shake followed by my, at the time it was cell tech. I don't know the stuff was I gained 10 pounds in a week, you know, as the advertisement and uh yeah it did work it worked yeah. <laughs> it did work yeah and i set it up to where i could just work out for at least i think this lunch was like at least a half an hour so i looked out for about an hour and 20 minutes and then down my protein shake, okay. went on to the next class
0: so at this point in your fitness uh, evolution mm-hmm. whom were you following you said schwarzenegger and hulk hogan were your oh, heroes of, your, of your earlier years but you know to whom were you now looking up at this point in your life
1: well, i bought the encyclopedia divided Bodybuilding by schwarzenegger and if you are just starting out or if you, even if you're intermediate or advanced like you read this book you're you're fine you can <laughs> all the different training principles like the rest pause supersets, giant sets you name it it's in that book and it shows you how to apply it to your training and so you don't get stagnant so mm-hmm. i learned at a really young age that you can't just do the same thing over again because your body's very adaptive like you know i know this this guy i mean we went running a couple of times and you know his, his his running pace is a little different than mine but
0: faster is the yeah, word it's, not it's different slightly, slightly by different you mean faster <laughs> no right. but 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 continue because no, i think so love... like
1: for instance like you know me running at eight thirty pace is a pretty good pace. Him, he wants to. While we were running, he was like, "Oh, let's have a full on, you know, interview here, like yeah, we're, what we're doing right yeah, now." Like, yeah, I'm yeah. like, I can't
0: I'm guilty really, of that. I have a tendency to, to to converse while exerting myself. But um, yeah, so, you're absolutely right. So yeah. you know, of course, you at this point you were just beginning well, maybe not just beginning but you were earlier in your running career let's call it you'd taken a long hiatus away from it doing other you know methods of cardio and different things like that and yeah. your cardiovascular fitness was still excellent but just that that running um, you didn't have that running training behind you the way I did at that point i was training for longer distances at that point so yeah like a you know an 830 split for you was was basically a warm up for me and, and for you it was your working zone it might have been zone 3 or or maybe even zone 4 depending on how hot it was outside on that it was pretty hot yeah so whereas for me that would be warm. zone 1 or 2 right 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 so you're right so to your point about the body adaptation continue on with that a little bit more so so how are you able to, yeah. to you know anticipate when it needs to adapt and how do you know what to do for your body to thrive in a new adaptive state?
1: Well, for instance, like, uh, let's say, you know, we're we're training and we're doing, you know, uh, chest and chest one day, right? We're doing, you know, we're starting off with the bench press and then we're doing flies and then incline bench press and then cable crossovers. And let's say we do this for about, you know, like three or four weeks and we're not getting you know maybe we got stronger the first two weeks and then the pump's not as good the third or fourth week your body's already knows what it's you're throwing at it so it's you have to then then pour either reverse the exercise order change up the rep scheme uh, decrease the weight increase the uh reps i mean there's a million things you can do it's just you just gotta listen to your body sometimes like you know depending on what you're trying to do, you don't need to throw a million pounds on the bar. Like I can get, like, and I've learned this the hard way, This, I mean, you know, training for football, it's all about how much you're lifting. And plus you got everybody in in the locker room, being like chaining on them. And, uh, and bench was one of my strongest uh, exercises. You know, I got up to like close to 600 pounds with, Right out of high school, college, freshman year of college, and you know you learn the hard way. And I wish I, I wish I, I wish I would have learned before this. But when you're pushing six hundred, you know, pounds and you're repping out five hundred pounds for you know six, eight reps, your form's not the best. First of all, you're using you know your front delts, your ever anything to get it up. And you know your your muscles get stronger, but your ligaments and tendons don't. Get it quite as strong as fast so I slightly tore my pack uh benching I had 375 on incline I had my girlfriend at the time probably weighed like 96 pounds spotting me about oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I felt it yeah it's almost like like a like a violin string like ripping like I'm like okay I was able to rack it without killing myself and I was like and I rethought my training after that like I, it was that in a partial tricep pull that same year and i was like what am i doing like i i mean i I was strong i was by far the strongest like i feel like ever and uh but i didn't look right i was puffy i was uh eating way too my micro and macro nutrients were way out of whack i didn't even track them i was seeding everything in sight and um yeah i just looked like a like swollen uh walnut or something (laughs) And everything was hurting. And, that, you know, I think from now, like that I've rethought. This was back in college. You know, this is like a long time ago. Yeah. You know, but I've rethought my training and just everything's injury prevention now. And everything is how hard can I go without injuring myself? Yeah. And, and how smart. All about the pump, you know, like, yeah, you know, you, you've trained me a couple of times. It's always yeah.
0: About the pump. yeah. Yeah. It, it, and... It will be. It shall be forever. Uh, but uh, you make a few good points. One is the the transition from performance and vanity yeah. to performance and longevity, yeah. and that's something about which I want to talk. Maybe not during this uh, initial introductory episode, but in the future, I would. Uh, you know, that's that's just a, such a fruitful area on which we can expand because there's so much to discuss there one thing that you mentioned and it's sort of a cliche in the weightlifting exercising world and that is listening to one's body now it's easy or easier for those who are very experienced in weightlifting Mm -hmm. to do that right so we kind of intuitively know this what our body needs or or how to how to um adjust your workouts, so as to optimize your body's performance, you definitely have a better grasp of that than I do. And that's something that I've learned through our time together. Um, And I've been better able to integrate those lessons into my training. So now I know my body even better, thanks to you, thanks to the knowledge of your body. Uh, But for a novice, someone who's just you know being introduced to weight training let's say. They don't have that intuitive grasp. They don't have that understanding that experience. So how does a novice come to know his or
1: her body in that intimate way that you just described? Oh, I mean, I've learned it by trial and error, you know, it's just yeah, I push my body to the limit so much. And you have to understand the, the difference between it's gonna hurt. There's gonna be pain involved in lifting weights, but you need to understand the pain between muscle pain and ligament and joint pain. Mm-hmm. Totally different. Okay, mm-hmm. totally uh way different. So like when a muscle's been totally fatigued, it actually feels great. And you'll you'll feel it start to cramp when you know when it's a joint or ligament, it's more of a sharp, like Oh, that's not right pain so you kind of you don't want to get to that point where you're hurting ligaments and tendons and you want to use a weight like everybody sees like you know like they see these bodybuilders they see massive people lifting like for photo shoots like six hundred shoulder pounds and this is how they got all big that's not how they got big i mean yes that comes with the territory of what they're doing they are so they're using performance enhancing stuff that will on tons of muscle okay so like if you're just an average guy coming out just starting lift as heavy as you can for like let's say 12 reps with good form you know like that's you know like people try to go two lower reps and then what do you if that's you're trying if you're trying to be like a power lifter you know have at it but if you're trying to look good get in shape if you're doing six you know four reps super heavy you're kind of like defeating the purpose you know it's i mean maybe once in a while for strength gains but i like to stay around the 12 to 15 sometimes even higher like sometimes we'll go crazy we'll do like some 50 rep stuff but you know it's just you just got to listen to your body and you'll you'll know your body will tell you
0: yeah and that's a new approach to lifting to which you've introduced me this higher volume training again forever chasing the pump and often yeah. achieving it and grasping it but, um, yeah. but being so at higher volume, uh, workouts mm-hmm. with higher, yeah, uh, lower amounts of lower weights, but, but higher repetitions. Uh, so I think that's, that's everything you said is is right. Uh, now, aside from being my friend and my training mm-hmm. partner, you're also a trainer in your own right. So so maybe some of these novice um, exercise enthusiasts, let's call them some, mm-hmm. the young James or the young Conans, <laughs> they can seek the advice of somebody like you. And of course, we're in the process of uh, building up and enhancing your social media presence and like, yeah. you know, the Instagram, and the, the Twitter and all these sorts of things. So stay tuned in the coming weeks and months, we're going to have much more content and material um, of which you know, over which James will have control. And perhaps you'll be able to contact him and access him and his expertise and be able to receive some sort of training uh, regimen from him. So that's something that we're looking into for the future. uh, But I think the general advice is well taken for the younger lifters. Um, So I, I want again, in the future, I want to enlarge on these themes. But I did mention nutrition. Okay, and I don't want to conclude this uh, initial introductory episode without touching on that just a little yeah. bit so nutrition you know eating diet call it what you will it's something you know about which we're always talking and I'm forever interested in new techniques and how to uh, you know optimize you know absorption the hours at which you're eating the actual substance that you're consuming um you know how many grams of protein you need how many grams of fat? How many grams of carbohydrates? So, talk to us in broad terms about your current approach to nutrition.
1: Just at this Kindly, moment in time, yeah.
0: currently, you know what is your general philosophy? Or is it a vegetarian? Is it omnivorous? Is it carnivorous? You know, uh, do you have cheat days? Just give us the
1: broad, just scheme. Just veggie burgers. Just veggie burgers. Morning star. Impossible burger. (laughs) Burger King for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you're set. Just kidding. First of all, uh, I've done it all. I've done it. I've done the nine, eight meals a day. You know, every hour and a half, protein, carbs, fats. You know, um, where you weigh it out with a little scale and all that. You know, so I know. I know just by looking at. Piece of protein, like, about how, about how much it weighs. You mm-hmm. know, it's you you, d- you do it several hundred thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> so I don't weigh anything anymore. Uh, I'm doing like intermittent fasting. So like when I wake up, I usually don't eat until about twelve thirty. You know, sometimes one I'll go till, and my first meals. You know, I don't. I don't like really meal prepping and doing all that. But you know, occasionally if I'm trying to get super shredded, I will. Um I'll just go to like you know like normal places, but I'll I'll find like what's healthy. I'll go to Panera and like, let's say we go to Panera for lunch. You know, I meet my girlfriend and um we get, you know, there's a chicken, um, avocado and rice bowl. It's perfect. Right. And you know, like I'm doing I make sure I get at least 50 grams of protein in that meal, right? My carbs are probably like around uh probably around 75 to 100, right? And my fats are probably around 52. So they're bigger meals because I'm only having two major meals and then one shake or a snack.
0: So you're fasting intermittently. You're eating two relatively large meals a day. And why are you fasting intermittently? What's the point?
1: Well, I mean, there's, I mean, science is, you know, you're, first of all, your blood sugar levels are are more balanced when you do that. You don't have to worry about spikes of insulin where you store body fat. Uh, You just, I feel better. My brain fog throughout the day is better. I, I function at work like a million times better. If I would eat breakfast, I'm tired by lunch. I don't like that. So as longer I can wait, the longer I offset that, like, just lethargy so um i eat at lunch i have energy till i get home and then i go usually i uh work out around 5 30 6 o'clock so if i'm going to run which i usually run about three miles with my dogs before i go train people like why do you do that before you go train i'm like well i want to jump my metabolism up by running. So I'm, I'm running, I'm getting my tabs up. I'm warmed up. Therefore when I get into the weights, I'm already burning fat from the cardio. So I'm warmed up, I'm sweating, I'm hot. You don't ever want to start lifting weights cold. Okay. Like, that's not a good idea. That's when injuries happen. So after I do the run, it's a perfect time to hit the weights. And, uh, then I get down to like, you're usually around to like eight, you know, sometimes seven 38, you know, and i will immediately go home bust out my trusted air fryer <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 on which nice. he
0: is overly reliant but that's a different issue. Uh,
1: yeah he, yeah. uh, he looks he likes
0: frying pans well let that. me intervene i like cooking like a, like a
1: person <laughs> <laughs> like, a,
0: like a civilized <laughs> yeah, person um no i mean i i also am occasionally uh, dependent on the air fryer of uh, which there are you know multiple varieties and it has great uses so i, I do i do encourage uh, the use of the air fryer i'm not opposed no. to it not in the least uh, but um tell me you don't do fasted cardio i'm surprised to to know that um no i do cardio uh, fasted So uh,
1: sometimes i do like if I, sometimes so on tr- training days or days where i don't have to go to work super early mm-hmm. i will do my cardio like which is usually like three days a week mm-hmm. i'll do i'll do my cardio and workout in the morning mm-hmm. and then i'll still wait until about 12 30 till till i have that but i have so like i'll wake up this is my morning thing i'll wake up i immediately have my electrolytes which is a zero calorie electrolytes it's, it's a really good one i think it's called ultima or something but it has like your all your electrolytes right so people think oh, how do you go to the gym how do you do this fasted and have a pump like did you eat the night before yeah you did you probably had a lot of carbs i do i have probably like 150 to like close to 200 grams of carbs sometimes the night before so if you if you think that you don't have uh glycogen stores still from the night before they're you're totally fooled. So, anyways, uh, I will have my electrolytes, my my, my colostrum. I told you about so I'm trying to get him to do the colostrum. He's all about his uh, beef liver. Which <laughs> is, um, I, mean, I just, uh, it freaks me out. Yeah, I'd rather swallow a pill. You'll be recruited
0: liver. to to the to the way of the, the liver, the liver consum- consumers. Um, And and these, again, these are all things that we'll we'll talk about more in depth because you have an interesting array of supplements and, uh, well, different combinations of foods and and
1: drinks and and whatnot that you will take. The the timing is crucial. Yeah, Yeah. Like I said, like, you know, taking these things first thing in the morning, you're still in a fast and say you're not going to break your fast and your fast because it's just uh, minerals and electrolytes. And the colostrum, I think, has no calories. I think it has like maybe like three. So you're still not gonna break your your fast. You not have to worry about oh man, I'm not fasting anymore. Not not the case. Uh so I take all my vitamins too, usually um with when I take that too on an empty stomach. People are like, why do you take vitamins empty stomach? I'm like, because uh, I just like to do it that way. And I like to start my day off by absorbing all those micronutrients, right? So then your body has time to break that down by the time you have lunch. And then I just feel awesome. I've just been doing this like this for probably the last uh, three, four years like that. Three years probably, yeah. And it's uh, a game changer, mm-hmm. the, the fasting game changer. Um, I mean, I, I eat close to 4,000 sometimes on weekends uh 5,500 calories like a day. 5500 5, calories a day 5500 yeah. yeah so four thousand usually during the week is my it's my between favorite. two meals between two meals and a snack <laughs> I, I know it sounds extraordinary I mean, it's, it's fun it's yeah crazy. i imagine no i mean it's, it, and if i do not do that i will like i'm too i'm too old three to or or four right now weight. yeah it's my way it's 36 stone or not i don't know that
0: <laughs> but uh so so four thousand calories on maintenance. average that's for maintenance. maintenance. Yeah, that's like a Phelpsian diet. Michael Phelps would yeah. probably consume something equivalent to that. No, he's just like ten. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in his retirement, he's reduced it to five thousand.
1: Well, I mean, I've never done just by simply adding cardio. I mm. had to do that, like mm. the running alone. Yeah. Like, uh I mean, I went from. I mean uh, next time we do this I'll, we'll, we'll show you pictures and stuff but like i went from like 240 245 like just you know m- lots of mass couldn't run a quarter mile to like now i'm like 205 i feel i feel like i, I look better i feel like i function better as a human too hmm. and uh just by adding the cardio and if i did not consume that much calories I would probably weigh like 175. Mm-hmm. That's probably my normal. That's probably like my if I didn't work out like mm-hmm. what I would look like as a normal you know, like you know what I'm saying? Like if sure. you didn't work out and like you just like we're like an average job. Yeah, I yeah, know, yeah. As as many good. of us are in this world. Yeah. and, and yeah. you know,
0: um, there's, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Of course, we're trying to encourage fitness and wellness and yeah. and heft and, and bulk and all these straight things. Yeah,
1: <laughs> everything. You know, all the good stuff
0: but uh, but yeah that's extraordinary i didn't realize that you were consuming quite that many uh, calories
1: so i've sent you some pictures oh yeah i yeah, mean yeah I've a picture meals. of the ribeye and the yeah yeah
0: yeah but I, in my mind it's just difficult to conceive of you know that that many calories mm-hmm. you
1: know? Do you think there were many, mini, mini ribeyes or something? Yeah, you're more of a mini ribeyes. Yeah. You're a thin. You're a thin
0: cut, thin slice. You're a thin slice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Me, I'm the bone know? in. I'm the. I'm the. What do we get at Texas Roadhouse?
1: 24. We got ounces. the 24 ounce ribeye. I, 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 I
0: leapt on that. You were a little hesitant to wow. to, 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 to
1: order that. This guy to 24 he, ounces. He almost ate the bone. I'm like,
0: I'm like. Ah, I thought about bringing it home for for bone
1: broth. Bone broth. yeah, you should have. Yeah, I
0: didn't know. I you know some some restaurateurs uh, frown upon that. I, I bring it home for my dog. Yeah, I bring it yeah. home for bone for broth. myself. Like, yeah. this, this guy. Yeah, the bone broth is essential though for collagen. Yeah, beard growth, hair growth, uh, nail growth, skin, wonderful skin. Hair. Speaking of skin, hair. <laughs> we'll have to apologize. Um, we chose a location here in the the apartment complex in which we live, the uh, lovely apartment complex in which we live. But I'm, I realized that <laughs> it's a little dark. James, you look you look a little. I mean, you're just wonderfully tan, but yeah, you do look a little dark. Um, oh yeah, I'm starting to darken out. Like, yeah, and that dark shirt. Light, I mean, I'm, I look like a cherub. I'm you know, this, this light on me. I look. Angelic. You're a, like I look, like me too. I you look. See? This, I look angelic. I look you like, like I like, I can be in a uh, Botticelli painting. This is what
1: he does. He puts <laughs> me on his, his podcast. I,
0: I'm he puts, sure
1: he puts me in the dark so I look all small and sick. I now.
0: ensure in advance that I
1: have perfect, perfectly seats. lit face switch. and arms. Can we switch seats real quick? I don't want to trip. I don't, don't want <laughs> to trip on
0: that. Wire. just hop over it. Oh, just I, don't like, think, come oh, on. I don't think so. <laughs> it's too late, in the, late in the episode, is for that. coming from the guy
1: who runs like 20 miles. So we a day. will. Uh, <laughs> for
0: the next episode which there certainly will be one uh we'll be sure to t- maybe get out into the natural light if possible oh, we or, ground, or hey, we can definitely we can ground on earth, up, earth, ground, uh, earth runners yeah i've been, I'll, I'll be <laughs> will be promoting them for sure um, but we'll try to find a setting that's a little bit more conducive to this again i'm sort of, sort of an amateur both experienced weightlifters you more than me but we're uh certainly amateur or less than amateur uh, videographers so
1: yeah we'll try to figure out a spot
0: that's a little bit better with the lighting so for that i apologize james you still look great hefty strong but a little
1: dark can you see my face they
0: can't see my face hopefully they can see the beard at the very end that's all that matters right it's It's really 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 dark coming in well my Um, beard is also uh, in its infancy but (laughs) <laughs> in the right, in a different, totally different type of lighting, it will be, it will, uh, it will begin to flower. I need more egg yolk for that. Little egg yolks. So <laughs> that's another. Another topic of conversation: egg yolk on the beard and in the hair. Protein mask. It's necessary. Amazing. So I think I think we will conclude our inaugural episode of Finn and Flood <laughs> on that. Um, you know, less than edifying note. We're talking about the camera and the lighting. But today we covered a little bit about your history, how you got into fitness, Hulk Hogan and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get a hat tip for that. Um, You know, your trajectory through the ages as you began as a child and you developed in high school and and then in college and how you are no, I don't know your approach has changed from one focused more on vanity to uh, longevity where it is today and it's still in wonderful shape incredible shape you're the, the envy of Naples Florida so <laughs> 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 um myself, but you know yeah. we also covered a little bit about how to challenge and shock the body and how to to get it out of those states of complacency and to um you know, rekindle some of the growth and some of the gains that we're all after. I talked a little bit about nutrition, intermittent fasting, its benefits, um, doing cardio in a fasted state, how many calories you're consuming, what types of foods. And again, there are just so many things about which we could talk. I just wanted to introduce a few, uh, set up this, you know, our equipment, understand each other in yes. this setting. You know, it's a little yeah, different it's, once it's, the camera's on. These are different. things, you know, that we talk about yeah. daily, uh, you know, in person. It's a little different when the microphone is here and the camera is on and the computer is open. So I think you did an excellent job. Do you have any
1: parting thoughts for our audience? Oh, parting thoughts? Yeah, I would say uh, hopefully you learned something. Uh, and uh, thank you very much for watching. And uh, just look smart. If smart. Don't 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 try to impress anybody. And uh have fun. And, and don't go running with this guy. That's uh
0: don't do it. Excellent advice. Yeah. On every to... front, excellent advice. Do not go running with me, but listen to him. <laughs> All right. So with that, we will sign off. I'm Daniel Finnerin. This is the one and only James Flood. Farewell from Finnerin's Wake.